Hello, welcome to Toffee TV. It is the match preview Everton versus Newcastle United. Thursday evening, another Thursday evening game against Newcastle home. Very, very strange. Two games in the last couple of years have uh, obviously had uh, different results, Baz. Different results. Mm. One was uh, a huge, huge night for Everton and the other was uh, less so, let's just say. Yeah, one was a huge night for Everton, one was a huge night for Newcastle. Mm. Mm. <laughs> for varying reasons, wasn't it? Um, yeah, Thursday night, I hate this game. Not Thursday night, just depression. But it is what it is. It's going to be a very, very tough game for Everton. This one, Newcastle are in good form. They've got a good 11. No, they've got a lot of injuries for this game, but they've still, still got a good side. I watched them against Manchester United on Saturday and they were uh, absolutely brilliant. Deserved to win. And Everton are going to have their way cut out. And given that we're not brilliant at home, it makes this game even tougher. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, there's a lot. There's a lot. Uh, there's a lot. Lot on this game for us. Certainly, trying to get out of that bottom three, trying to get away from um, where we've been placed. Because I mean, in a different universe, we'll be going into this game quite confident, looking mm -hmm. at mid-table, thinking, you know, we get a win here. We could be near the top half or going into the top half, depending on the rest of the results in the week. But obviously we're looking to get out of the bottom three or, or or just obviously add to our points tally as it is at the moment and just try and get that 10 points back as soon as possible. And and, and obviously this is a very difficult game. Newcastle have become um, such a good side, such a really hard-working side in, in the Premier League in the last couple of years. Um, but you look at this game and, and it, it, it has become one of those games now where maybe you know before that you look at that we'll be all right but this this has now become a very tough game and um we're gonna to have to be at our, at our absolute best if, certainly and when you look at the home record as well we're gonna to have to be at our absolute best to get a win out of this yeah i mean the home form for five defeats in seven games at goodison mm. which is not great um look at it the other way and go we've lost one in the last three at home <laughs> however you want to spin it but it's a it's a it's always going to be a tough game because they're in, they're flying. But you're right; it's what is on the game. You know, if we were going into the game without the ten points off, I think, I think we'd be something like eight or nine points, maybe nine points behind them. So not a huge difference. Mm. And that's, I guess, that's how the players have got to approach it, and that's how the uh, the fans, if we can, have got to approach it. It's easy sometimes to to. It wallow in what you are, you know, mm. where you are. But we're, we're in the bottom three because of a points deduction. We're not in the bottom three because we just haven't been good enough. We haven't been good enough at home, that's for sure. Um, but we have won five games and we are, we're doing all right this season. We're, particularly away from home, obviously we're quite strong away from home. We're four away wins, but we've got to start getting points at Goodison Park. That is the... Yeah, that's the biggest thing for this season. If we can start getting results at Goodison Park, then I think we'll be fine anyway. And and this is the first opportunity to do so. Yeah, well, fun, I mean, funny enough, Newcastle's away record isn't great either mm -hmm. this season. They've only picked up five points. Mm -hmm. Most of the big results have come at home. You know, they've they've had brilliant results at home. Obviously, Manchester United have recently, mm -hmm. uh, Arsenal as well. They've back done to Chelsea. Yeah, back to Chelsea. 
Um, narrowly got beat by Liverpool and they really, really should have won as well. So they've done really well at home, but the away form for them isn't great as well. So that'll be an interesting. I think the last home, the last away game, sorry, was Bournemouth away where they were beaten quite convincingly, weren't they? Mm. So um, that makes it a little bit more, a bit more interesting. So um, they've got obviously lots of injuries as well and, and, and lots of games. If we just look at their team that face Manchester United. Obviously, Nick Pope in goal, but he's sustained a serious injury, mm. which is going to leave him out for the next few next few months. Um, Liveramento playing left back now and, and being like, he's doing brilliantly. Mm. Someone I'd love to have seen us sign a couple of years ago. Uh, Trippier and, and the Shells is now in its centre back. He'd been out for a while. Mm. Uh, Bruno Gomez still in the middle of the park, and Joel Linton um, doing really well in there. Uh, Isaac is back, which is we could have done without, and obviously <laughs> Almiron on one side and. Uh, Anthony Gordon on the other side who obviously has been in, in fantastic form as well but there's very very little um, on the bench but they've been getting through games they've been certainly the last couple of home games they've just been getting through those games not not worrying about too much about the the, the, the bench but mm. that will catch up won't it because obviously they've got got us Thursday they've got I think they've got Spurs on Sunday. Then they've got the Champions League game on Wednesday against Milan, which is a much win, must win. So that will that will catch up with them. I just hope that maybe for this game, this is the game where we we manage to um, get something from that. The fact that they are playing so many games and 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 the same players are having to go back to the well again and again and again. Yeah, it's um, it's. You know, we've got to try and use it to our advantage, haven't we? I think they, the injuries for them, it'll be about how they manage it in December. Obviously, mm. lots of injuries. Without all those injuries, they've got quite a strong squad. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, they've got injuries have decimated them in terms of having that squad strength. But they've kept their 11, they're a strong 11, and that's that's what it is. And like you said, they were excellent against United the other day. And Everton have got to, we've got to try to use this to our advantage, as difficult as that'll be. It's a home game. And yeah, you're right, they haven't been flying away from home this season. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we haven't been flying at home yeah. either. So something's got to give, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got to take advantage of it. Sometimes these things come round at exactly the right mm-hmm. time for you. And, and maybe from an Everton perspective, this might be the right time yeah. to play them. They've obviously got another tough game on Sunday against Spurs, and then they've got a Champions League mm-hmm. game that they have to win. So they've got, you know, big games, three big games in six days. Um, I'm not saying they'll have an eye on the others, because, of course, no, no. you play what's in front of you, but they just had Man United, they got Everton, Tottenham, and then obviously the Champions League game, Milan, isn't it, at home? So... Um, We've got to hope that they have kind of got one eye on that because that is a competition that needs their yeah. full focus right now, whereas the, the Premier League still got more than half a season to go. Yeah, yeah. Evan have to take advantage of that, but it will be tough. Yeah, and every time, you know, every injury you get you uh, and you have to replace that player, you, you're going to have to, you're going to have a drop of quality and mm. there's going to be a drop in quality. So it might be a case of having one eye on it in terms of mentally, but mm. the manager has to have an eye on it in terms of... Um, whether he thinks he has the quality, you know, Anthony Gordon, someone's been in great form, but he's, he's, you know, I'm le- led to believe that he's struggling with like a few, a few knocks, nothing serious, mm. and it's those kind of ones where the manager goes, "Do I take them out for this one game?" Because actually, I think 
I think I've got good enough quality mm. to get through this game. And actually, we've got big, not bigger games, but tougher games where if I give him a couple of days rest, he might come back for that game. Or, I mean, it works the other way. The manager might go, well, if you play Anthony Gordon Thursday, leave him out Sunday and then get have him back for the, have him back for the Wednesday night. So... You never know how it's going to play out, but if the the more reduced your squad is, and we know this because we're this is something we've got one eye on, is the more you look at your squad and think they can't play every single game because the quality will be re reduced every single time, and obviously that adds into suspensions as well. Which we've got obviously three players going to this game who who could miss miss Sunday's game if if obviously they pick up yellow cards. But it'll be in, it will be interesting to see what they go with, and obviously I mean obviously they'll they'll. They're picking up some of them. Some of those players will be stepping up and coming back in a couple of weeks that they've been missing. But certainly Pope, that's a massive miss, isn't it? Losing mm. your goalkeeper and it could be three or four months. I mean, he's dislocated his shoulder. I remember <clears throat> when he was at Burnley, he had a major operation on his shoulder, and and he, he did miss some some time when he was uh, when he was absolutely flying at Burnley. So to to have that reoccurrence when they really really need him as well is it's uh, it's a huge issue for them. Yeah, it's a, he's a good goalie, isn't he? He's a solid goalkeeper, very calm for them. He's, he's done a brilliant job since he's gone to Newcastle. Mm. And he is a huge miss because, you know, you want that's the areas you want to keep that uh, continuity, don't mm. you? There's talk, obviously, they're looking at David De Gea because yeah. um, he's free, so that makes kind of sense. I know there was another story about Aaron Ramsdale as well, bobbing around. Mm. De Gea seems to make more sense given he's unattached. Um, to a club he might make sense for the end of the season do them both a job but losing Pope's a big blow definitely yeah let's uh, let's have a look at uh, some of the stats going into this game this Thursday night at half 7pm at Goodison Park Everton take on Newcastle United in the Premier League the two teams have met 56 times in the Premier League with 22 wins going to Everton and 23 going to Newcastle with 11 draws Last season, Newcastle completed a double over Everton with a 4-1 victory at Goodison Park and a 1-0 win over the Toffees at St James's Park. The last win for the Toffees was back in March 2022 with a 1-0 win over Newcastle at Goodison Park with a goal from Alexey Wolby. This season, Everton have won five games, drawn two and lost seven and sit 18th in the league after a 10-point deduction. Newcastle sits sixth with eight wins, two draws and four losses. Newcastle's biggest win this season was at Sheffield United with an 8-0 victory. Everton's biggest victory was at home against Bournemouth, 3-0. Newcastle's worst defeat this season was away at Brighton, which ended 3-1, while Everton's biggest defeat was a 4-0 loss to Villa at Villa Park. Newcastle's top scorer this season is Alexander Isaac, and he's also joint top scorer with Callum Wilson, both on seven goals. Anthony Gordon, former Everton player, follows behind closely with six goals. Everton's top scorer is Abdoulaye Dekoy with four goals. Kieran Trippier tops the table between the two teams with assists with seven assists. Anthony Gordon and Jack Harrison follow with both three. Yeah, there you go. And as mentioned there, Alexander Isaac is Newcastle's top goal scorer. His, uh, his, some, of, some of his numbers from the season, 10 games, seven goals, an XG of 6.39, 2.2 shots per game and an XA of 0.91. And as you can see there, the heat map, he's, he's all over the place. And obviously, he's come back after the international break and made you know an immediate, uh, immediate return. I think scoring goals against Chelsea, Paris Saint-Germain. Um, 
And he really is like the difference, isn't he? You know, he really is that top-class striker that they've been... Not not missing as such, but he just... Having Wilson in there, but Wilson obviously picking up injuries and have, bringing in him to the club has just allowed them to have two really good strikers on the you know at the club, but also have the ability to leave Callum Wilson out and bring him in when they need him. I mean, Callum Wilson is injured at the moment, which is you know part of the course for him. But Isaac really is that next level, isn't he? Yeah, fantastic. Obviously, got him from Sociedad and. He come in and he's been brilliant and you know, scored like you said, scored on his first game back, scored in Paris last week. Was good on Sat uh, Saturday almost added to his tally there. And he's got great movement and he's calm in front of goal and obviously we saw him at Goodison last season when he came on and danced down the line and set up a goal, so we're well aware of his strengths and um Newcastle are the better side when he's in it, albeit Callum Wilson does do a good job for them when Isaac hasn't been there and scores a lot of goals, but um, Newcastle with Isaac in means that they do have that real quality through the middle. Yeah, I mean Eddie Howe has to take so much credit, doesn't he, for mm. how he's how he's turned things around in the last couple of years? He's just gone over, hasn't he? Two years, and obviously this time two years ago, I think it was like a was it like an eight or nine game run where they didn't get beat, they just seemed to draw a lot of games. Mm. They got through Christmas and. I think we were due to play them over Christmas, weren't they? And they had lots of injuries mm. and the game mysteriously got postponed. Mm. Um, and they got through that, come out to the other side, got into the January, bought a couple of plays and suddenly things just started turning around. Mm. But when you look at their team at times, when you look at it on paper, it's not... You don't see... You don't, you don't see, like, you know, they haven't brought in 11 players. They're still using the core of the side they had in and around the squad. And... But it's just a mentality thing, isn't it? And it shows again, and we probably said this last year, it shows again you get that, you change you change the atmosphere around the football club, you change the culture around the football club, you bring the fans into it. Everyone's working for each other, everyone's pulling in the right direction. And suddenly, you know, probably seen this a little bit of Aston Villa as well, suddenly everything just starts going for you because it's all based on hard work and a good tactical approach. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it isn't like they've tried and spent six, seven hundred million yeah. in the last two years and changed it all. They've bought some players, of course, they haven't. Isaac's one of them, cost a lot of money, 70 million or whatever it was. Tonali, who obviously can't play now because he's suspended mm. due to stuff that had gone on in Italy. But but a lot of them are players as well that were there. Okay, they've, you know, Lewis Miley, Liveramental, they have strengthened, absolutely. Mm. They haven't, that's what you should do. But they still have players in there who they got straight away. Trippy has been. Tremendous mm, for them, yeah. and you know, when you got him, you were going mm, yeah. 29. Come in and be yeah. brilliant. Even people like Matt Target come in and done a great job mm. for him, Dan Bear, and these players. And he's fused that all together with, with the quality that they have from like Bruno Gomez yeah. and then added to it. And Callum Wilson's been there, you know, yeah. well, Murphy, like Almiron. I mean, Almiron. the way Almiron's turned his career around at Newcastle mm. is, is been, uh, has been unbelievable. As I said, they've all bought into it. And, uh, you know, a lot of people doubted Eddie Howe and obviously he'd been linked with Everton numerous times and we were a bit like... There was shades of Roberto Martinez with the mm. style he was trying to play and obviously, but, but fair play to him. I mean, everything's going in the right direction for them and, you know, as you mentioned there, they've, you know, next week they face Milan in the Champions League and that's a, you know, they can, they could easily still, still, still uh, get out of that group. So if, you know, the results go the right way and they win their game, so... 
it's a good time, isn't it? Because obviously, listen, they they suffered massively uh, under the last owner. Um, things weren't going their way, and they're getting that they'll be getting what they think they deserve. So, mm. um, very 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 tough game. Let's have a little look at the Everton side from the win against Forest. There you go. Can you see? Can you see any changes if at all? I mean, obviously. Dalman Calvin Lumen would be the one where you think he'd come back in if he is if he is fit to come back in. Mm. Um and I'm sure that decision will be, you know, won't be made till right at the last minute. You can Onana, obviously the manager's a bit you know, when you hear the manager speak, he he doesn't seem ultimately sure about him. Mm. But can you see any changes? Obviously winning side. It's only if Dom. Yeah. I don't I don't really see any other changes. It's only if Dom's fit. You know, he was obviously missing Saturday. The manager made it fa- sound like it was minor and he was just making sure seeing yeah. Evan have posted pictures of him skipping in the gym and yeah, all that. Gym, yeah. So if he's all right, but I mean, everyone else was in the gym. It wasn't like yeah, yeah. he was working. He was... No, but I mean, that shows how close he is. It's not mm. like an individual program. He said no, no. he basically, you know, Onana seems to be the one that's still a little bit away, doesn't mm. he? And, um, Evan have got to be very careful with that because obviously losing a Disagana gay at the end of the month to go to the African nations. Evan have got to be very careful. We know Andre Gomez has played uh, 60 minutes for the under 21, so that's that's a player you can put on the bench. But he's not he's not going to go into the first team and play the way these players have been have been doing in there. So it's um, we've got to be very careful because that's the thing, isn't it? You've got to you'll get injuries. It's how you. It's how you cope when you get injuries and how you bring those players back. And we, and obviously we know with Dominic Carvalhoon, it's the problems we've had in the past of bringing them back too early. And I'm sure they're using that same way of thinking with everyone now because the squad is so thin. You've got to be very, very careful with it. We've got, we can't just go, oh, we'll get them back for this one game if it means they're going to miss two or three, especially this time of year. As I mentioned, the Corey, Jared Branthwaite, um, Ashley Young, less so. But they, those three are on, are on suspensions, mm. and Ashley Young, we can cover that position without an issue. But to the core, eh? and, and and obviously no one, no one wants to see Brantway go to the side. So uh, we've got to be very careful, haven't we? Absolutely, absolutely. And it's you know we're into the heavy month now, where there's mm. a lot of games. You've got to be careful. But if Dom is available, and mm. we think he's available, I think he'll come in. Obviously, Seamus Coleman almost fit, like you said. Patterson's there. There's enough for like of Ashley Young to be changed if the manager mm. thinks we've got to be careful with him as well I don't know I mean a lot of people would want that change anyway but the only one I really see is Dominic Calvert-Lewin yeah just just finally I mean if Everton could get out of the bottom three this week you know including both both games in that mm. um, what do you think that could that could do for the way everybody's feeling and, and the mentality of of the fans and the players, you know, going forward, obviously facing Burnley as well next week. Uh, how do you think that will that could ha- mm. help people? Yeah, that could totally invigorate everybody. Mm. If um, if we feel, you know, we could get the positive results that get us out, and then heading to Burnley next week, be incredible because obviously we'd have had the hit at the ten points, but people are still fighting for that to be reduced. Of course, they are, and that's right. Mm. But to be out of there already yeah. would be a huge boost, I think, to the fan base and the players as well. And you would start looking up then. Got to go and get the results. Yeah, get the results course, yeah. and, and you give yourself that chance. But 
you know, we've got to take it one game at a time and this is a it's a very, very tough game, but it's yeah. a home game and we have got to start winning some uh, home games. Exactly, and as you mentioned at the top of, of, of the show as well, it's a case there's two home games, they are tough, but Evan have got to start turning that home record round, haven't we? Because it, it's awful. It's awful. And I know people go, there's different circumstances why we started the season without the striker, blah, blah, blah. But it's still awful. It still looks terrible. Mm. Especially with a fan base that is, for, for many years, has been used to a very strong home record. And mm. that was the bedrock of everything. You know, it's it's the has to start turning around. And if it starts turning around against tough sides, mm. then that even gives you even more of a confidence boost for the the rest of the season. Mm. Absolutely, yeah. It's a, you, if we don't turn the home form now, we'll be in trouble. Yeah, It's just as simple as that because you can't keep relying on winning away games. No. And we've, we'll have games against top teams mm -hmm. away from home where it's much more difficult. We've What we've done well lately is we've beat teams that, from a points perspective, were around where yeah. we are. And we've done that really well. And yes, there's more opportunity to go and win it teams who are below us on, or sorry who were below us and get results there of course there is but your home form is, is a bedrock and mm. it's a reason why teams stay up yeah and that's what we've got to do absolutely there you go uh tough one very very tough one thursday night it's football in it that is football so make sure you uh make sure you give this video a like subscribe if you haven't already and if you want one of our christmas jumpers Get over another one ASAP so you get it delivered uh, before the, all those Christmas dues and everything start. Because obviously mm. that's when that's when you're gonna wear it, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. So the link is in the description for that. If you want more videos, join us over on Toffee TV Premier. The link is in the description and the QR codes come up on the screen now. See you later.